0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the A4G podcast. And yeah, we're on a different day today because as I promised, we have Flashback Fridays, which basically is a series that we started. I was going to start it last weekend, but things came up. So I decided we're going to double it up today and do two because our schedule kind of went kaboom last weekend. So we're going to do two Flashback Fridays, which is where we take a game and sometimes a series and we talk about it and we talk about what we like about it, things like that, different aspects of the game and just spotlight it is basically what we're going to do. So first and foremost, our very first one that we're doing is, of course, Left for Dead and Left for Dead 2 because... Left for Dead is A4G's namesake because it's accessibility for gamers, which accessibility the number 4 gamers. Well, the game is Left Number 4 Dead. So, we basically paid homage to Left for Dead with the name of the podcast. And to shorten it, we used A4G, which Left for Dead shortened is L4D. So, there you go. That's how we did this. We decided to just shorten it up and go from there. So we're going to pay homage to A4G's namesake in the first flashback Friday. And to get us started, we're going to have Jesse explain how he got into the game in the first place. And then I'll chip in with how I found it. And then we're going to talk about the game itself. So how did you get into it, Jesse? What What started it for you?
1: Um, I don't remember exactly when it was. I don't know if it was after an E3 thing or if it was just... I I know I saw a video of it somewhere. And it was uh, originally started by this uh, Turtle Rock Studios. They were trying to make this, you know, cooperative zombie survival game. Kind of this cooperative experience. And around the time Valve was doing a lot of stuff with basically finding developers, finding talent, finding game concepts that seemed interesting and bringing them into their studio. So basically, yeah, okay, we'll just we like this co- concept, would you come would you like to come work for us? And Left 4 Dead was one of those things. Uh so was Portal. There was these uh students at digipen in uh, washington they had started this project called narbacular drop which uh, you can still find out there i think in some form which is kind of like this early concept of portal but they did the same thing with uh, left for dead valve picked it up and i remember seeing some extended gameplay of i don't remember what the heck it was i think it was like one of the outdoor things it might have been something in uh, not uh, dead no not dead center Um, no mercy or something like that they were outside in the rain and there were you know the cars and the car alarms and zombies and stuff and I just thought it looked like a really interesting concept you know, I love the idea of like, because uh, at the time you had all these survival horror games, like the original Resident Evil games and stuff like that. And I, while I liked those, I I didn't like the controls in them because you had these tank controls and like you just they were sluggish. And like, hey, an actual first-person shooter, a zombie game, okay, I could get behind that. But the problem was, is I was worried that, especially being a team-based game, a would I have to have four friends to play with, which I don't, and B, uh, whether the, whether I was playing by myself with AI or with people, being a co-op thing, I figured, well, this is going to be a hard thing to play as a low-vision gamer because, you know, you don't want to shoot your own teammates. Are you going to contribute to your team? Are you going to be able to find things in the environment? Like I said, that's why I don't play games much online, because you know, if especially if it's heavily reliant on tactics or team-based stuff. I don't want to be the weak link and look stupid. And I don't know what made me decide to finally... like. I think I just kept an eye on the game, and then I started seeing these things about, like... We'll talk about it when we get into more of the game itself, but, like, the game mechanics and stuff. When they started showing, like, oh, they have, like, the highlight things and hearing how they did some of the audio and stuff. I'm like, you know... I've got to try this, and when the first one came out, Valve basically made it in Im- like if you were into games, if you were especially if into first person games, if you were, um, or no, maybe it was. Uh, okay, no, never mind, never mind. I was thinking, I was thinking it was part of the orange box, but no, it wasn't. That was Half Life Two. Um, But Valve was just on a roll, like, I trusted them to basically make, if they were taking it on, they were doing a great game, because they had just recently done the Orange Box, which combined, like, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Portal, Team Fortress Classic, I mean, they, all for one price, I mean, it was just, you were stupid if you didn't buy it, I mean, it was just this hell of a deal, and uh, I liked most of those games, and so I really, really wanted to give Left 4 Dead a shot, and... Give it a shot, we did. My friend and I, we played the hell out of it um, until the second one came out, and we played that for quite a while, too. And I've even been playing it solo ever since. So, one of my favorite games, definitely, for sure. One of my favorite games ever.
0: And then I come in. Now, about, I'd say about Five ten years ago it, it was a while I would say it was between five to ten years ago. I would say it more leaning more toward ten years ago. I had a friend of mine that basically we grew up together we met in fourth grade, and we were besties ever since. Well, <laughs> it's funny, her husband, Bobby, was at work one day, and he goes, Hey, uh question." Your wife has a blind friend, right? One of his coworkers does, and he goes, "Yeah." He said, "Tell your wife immediately to tell her friend she needs to check out Left for Dead." This was in 08. This is actually right after it came out. Believe it or not, so it was 11 years ago. That's, I was I was right. It was close because I was going to say it was close to 10. It was almost been 11 years. And he goes, "Your wife needs to tell her friend to check out Left for Dead." Now at the time, I had no phone, I had no computer, no nothing, so I couldn't have done it, and he says, tell her. She's got to look at it. She's got to check it out. Now, of course, the guy didn't know that the game wasn't playable for a totally blind gamer. But I think he was thinking I was low vision. So he's sitting there. You got to tell your wife. You got to tell your wife. Well, she forgot. She hadn't told me. And so then the incident happened that I mentioned where I almost got thrown in jail because of a horror game. Where... Basically, the audio scared the crap out of me so bad that I was like, forget this. This was about two years later. Well, he says, hey, did you ever tell your wife about that game, Left 4 Dead? Mm, yeah, she must have forgot to tell her. So she turns around and she's like, hey, Riley, uh, question. Have you ever heard of Left 4 Dead? No. I don't get, I don't dig horror games. Sorry. No. No. Cause, and she's like, oh. I'm like, nope, I'm not looking. You know, because I was. I was terrified of horror games at that time. I was like, forget it. Nope. Well, then, you know, years pass and it was twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen when I first found Jesse's YouTube channel. And again, she kept harping on me. You need to check out Left for Dead. You need to check out Left for Dead. I'm like, girl seriously would you stop (laughs) you know I'm like I'm not looking at no damn horror game it ain't happening because that's what I thought it was just by the name of it I thought no so because I didn't know it was a first person shooter I didn't know what that category actually was at that time I didn't know a lot of PC game categories so I go into Jesse's channel and I'm looking through and I see of course Doom and I see South Park and I see these other let's plays Well, I get down to the bottom and I see Left 4 Dead 2, this, Left 4 Dead 2, that. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Because at that time I was being harped on. You need to listen to Left 4 Dead. Why? What's the big deal? You know, I didn't know the big deal. Didn't get it. And he goes, Ryan's like, my brother, he's like, well, you should check it out, sis. Really, you should, because they knew what it was. And I'm like yeah whatever you know, and again, I ignored it because <clears throat> I was thinking whatever all of a sudden, one day it decides to start pouring down rain, so I couldn't do anything outside I couldn't you know sit outside or whatever, so I was stuck in the camper because at that time I was actually I was camping for a week out in the you know well for a few months, I was camping in our our forty foot travel trailer, so I'm out in the camper and i'm like well yay i can't go sit outside on the swing well boo so i'm like fine whatever that's when i finally finally got off my high horse and said okay i'll check this out and you guys i was like when it first started i'm like okay what's this horror game gonna be oh boy because like i said that's what i thought it was and all of a sudden he starts shooting a gun i'm like oh it's a shooter Oh, why didn't they tell me this? You know, because they didn't. They just vaguely told me, you need to check out Love for Death. They didn't tell me why. Then all of a sudden, I hear all these really neat audio cues. And I'm like, oh, that's what's going on here. You know, because they, they give you audio cues. They give you musical cues and they, the the specials. They make noises so you know where they're at, you know, when they're coming. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting, you know, and have been hooked ever since. And it was just like, what the hell was I taking so long for, you know, and I've been obsessed with it ever since. I've played those Let's Plays, I would say double figures, no joke. I have played those, those things at least double figures, because I just, I love that game so much, and here, here it was, I was thinking it was a creepy horror game that would scare me to death, which, yeah, it has scared the crap out of me a couple times, but that's because there was no commentary, and the witch scared me to death, but yeah, I mean, it was something really cool, because like he said, they have the highlights for the characters, the weapons, they, they glow, so you can see them, the, the, um, and their names are above their head, and they also do different colors if they're hurt or injured or really badly injured. They have different colors for that. And the, and the special infected, like I said, they have audio cues. They have musical, you know, audio meaning they're, the, you know, musical cues. And they also have different sound effects that they make. Which is really, really adds to it. So I can call them out. You'll, you'll hear me on some of the later streams when I was up here. <clears throat> we have at least... One of them, because the other one came out before um, I was up here. But at least one or two, for sure, of me actually calling out the specials.
1: Well, and backing up a bit. I mean, Left for Dead, basically, for those unfamiliar, um, it's, it is a first-person shooter. It is cooperative-based, so you can play by yourself with AI teammates, or you can play up to four players online, which is their main mode. And each one of these, you're basically playing these one of four survivors. So you have four different survivors in Left 4 Dead 1, and then you have different survivors in different campaigns in Left 4 Dead 2. And basically, um, yeah, there has been this kind of infected outbreak, and you're trying to basically eventually get to somewhere safe. So each kind of campaign or each game, you're going through four campaigns initially to get through, you know, like one campaign you takes you through... Um, you know, you you're basically getting to some sort of ev- uh, evacuation point. So, like in the first game, the first campaign, you're basically started on the roof of this building. You're hoping for evac, and that's kind of the way the second one starts too, with the second game. But you're these survivors. You meet up. You're trying to get, like, okay, the evac leaves you, so then you got to figure out a way to get out of get out of town. So you know, basically, you're going through these environments. You're trying to find these safe rooms, you know, keep your ammo up, keep your health up, all that kind of stuff, kill a whole bunch of zombies or infected. And they have, like, your garden variety kind of... They're fast zombies, so they're kind of like your 28 Days Later zombies. They'll move fast, they'll climb after them. I mean, they'll book it after you. But then you have the special infected, which we'll kind of talk about more in, in detail in a little bit. But, you know, you're trying to basically escape... And each, like, throughout each campaign, you're basically moving through these environments. Sometimes you'll get these, what they call, crescendo events, uh, where you basically have to defend a point or get from here to there really quickly. Maybe you have to turn off an alarm, maybe you have to hit a switch, maybe you have to defend a point until a gate opens or something like that. And, you know, it's usually some kind of a noise that triggers all of the, the zombies and stuff, so you basically have a whole bunch more to contend with. And then each campaign ends with some sort of escape. You're trying to get to a helicopter or uh, a truck, a car, uh, something like that. So you're trying to, an airplane, you're trying to get to some sort of evacuation point. And usually in between the campaigns, there is really, there's really not much of a story. You get an opening cut scene for each game. You get some kind of, you know, you get, character interaction while you're playing, but I mean, really, there's no story in between whatsoever. You're just like, okay, you get an evac, something went wrong, your helicopter crashed, now you're here, and then your car got blocked on this highway, so you're here, and then you just, you're on foot again. So that's kind of how, uh, that's kind of how these games go. Now, I haven't really played them on channel because it's damn near impossible alone, um, but My friend and I, we did try. They do have other modes. So you have the campaign mode. But then you have these like survival modes where basically they take a little chunk out of a level. And you kind of... You have so many resources. And you kind of set up your space the way you want to. Maybe put some traps here and there. Grab some ammo. Grab some whatever. Put things where (coughs) you want them. You hit some sort of a switch, and then all hell breaks loose. um I gotta it's been so long since we've played that mode, but like you it's just an endless wave of absolute insanity, and like I said, it's been years since I've played that mode, and I'm trying to remember like. You know, even professionals in this game, like you're probably lucky. You're damn lucky if you can last five minutes. I mean, it's ludicrous. I can't remember what Chris and my average was. Like we, we played it a little bit, and you know, we've played the different maps and like well, we'll get into some of the stories that you know the memorable stories after we talk about the game itself and the characters and everything. But some of the fun stories in that game are just I have so many, and that's the fun thing is like the Left for Dead series there's no story in the game, but what it's really good at doing is letting the players make their own stories as you're going through these levels because everything is is given to you through this AI director mm-hmm. you, know, you choose your difficulty, but you know they, they, they have this kind of AI in the background of like oh. Well, you're doing really well. Well, maybe we'll put more. Maybe we'll make more uh, specialists come in. Or oh, you're really struggling. Well, maybe we'll spawn an extra med kit here, or we'll give you a, a different gun that you can maybe grab. So there's you're going through the same campaigns. Um, sometimes there'll be little areas where you have to take a little different route. Maybe you're going through this um, shopping center and this door is closed, so you have to go around the side of the building. Or there's little diversions that can kind of vary it up a little bit. So all of these things, that's what makes it, even though you're going through the same levels, all this kind of AI uh, randomness. It's like, okay, you never know how mean or how generous the AI director is going to be. And that's a lot of what gives it so much replayability. It's, it, it's fun. And
0: it's And the levels... Are basically, when it comes to that, the med kits and stuff, you can't memorize where they're going to be because they're basically, it's randomized.
1: Yeah. I mean, there are locations where, like, I know um, there are certain locations where they do always appear. They'll always have some stuff in the safe room. Yep. They'll always have, um, like, there's certain med kits that are on the wall throughout some levels. But just randomly, there are are ones where they may be there. They may not be there. Maybe you'll get... A, because um, in addition to your your basically your machine gun, your shotgun, your whatever, you get power ups. You know, you get um, uh, you get med med kits. You get your grabbing pills.
0: <laughs> grabbing pills. <laughs> you got to do Lewis. that. And
1: then the fr- and then the second game introduced um, your adrenaline, which basically makes you do everything for a short time really faster. So like you can heal faster, you can shoot faster, you can move faster and it's kind of a kind of a help you get out of really bad situations so yeah i mean all that stuff in addition to the enemies all that stuff is random so you don't necessarily know if you're going to get the things that you need
0: yeah it's it's a lot of a lot of action at the same time and in the second one the characters are more there's more banter between the characters too in the second
1: And, yeah, that's a good segue because a lot of also what makes the game just fun is I really, really enjoy the characters of both games. You know, you have your four survivors. The first one, you've got Bill.
0: The military guy.
1: Yep. Old uh, uh, veteran. He's fun. He's he's great. You've got Francis.
0: I hate elevators. He hates everything. Everything. I'd swear that man hates himself.
1: But vests are cool.
0: Yeah, vests are awesome. Greasy biker vest. He's a biker (laughs) dude.
1: Yeah, he likes his vests. Yeah. Um, Louis, this IT guy who loves to seemingly piss off the witch for some reason. Yes. When he's controlled by AI. Mr. Grabbing
0: peels.
1: Yep, grabbing peels. (laughs) That's that's just his... uh... Trademark. Yep. And then you have Zoe. Zoe, our our girl. Yep, Zoe's cool. She's like this college student kind of horror buff and she's just really funny. That like they have really good interplay between each other and I wished in the first game I wish they would have capitalized on that more because they have done so much of a better job in in the second one just giving a lot more dialogue. Um What do you think of the characters in the first game?
0: Francis and Bill and Zoe are my faves. I I'm not like I said, out out of the girls, I had to add Zoe there because in the second one, the, the three guys are my faves. But out of the out of the girls, it's definitely Zoe. Well, Zoe has a soft spot for me because that's my niece's name. But yeah, that's kind of a personal thing. But Francis, Bill, oh my god, those two. <laughs>
1: yeah, Francis is probably my favorite of the first one, just because he has the most. He's a riot. Yeah, he's got the most colorful dialogue. I think. Um like I said, Lewis, uh, he just kind of plays it pretty much straight. You know, he's, yeah. you know, he's uh, grabbing peels. That's the best thing. But uh, Francis, he's got all kinds of funny lines. He
0: hates everybody. And he's always picking on poor Bill. It's like, dude. He <laughs> hates everything.
1: Yeah, and my, one of my favorites is when, I don't know if you've heard this ver- uh, iteration, but you walk up to the, uh, it's in Death Toll, when you're walking up to this church, and you got this crazy guy that's about to turn, but you in don't the know safe it. Room. Yeah. And you're trying to get him to let you in. And he's like, you know, they say different things depending on when you hit switches and trigger events and stuff. And like, you walk up there. And if um, French is like, well, come on, man, we've got, you know, there's a bunch of zombies out here. Or they think he calls them vampires. And, and then he's like, oh, come on, we got this poor old man out here. And he's just always giving Bill shit. Oh, it's funny.
0: I don't think I've heard that version. We'll have to probably try to play that again and see if we can yeah, yeah, trigger him to say it.
1: yeah, because it's, it's I don't know I, I don't remember exactly how he worded it, but I, it, it was funny. Francis um, is just something else yeah.
0: and, and if you guys haven't checked out his stream that he did, it is archived, the one I told you guys about on the very beginning episode where I, where I told you Francis and Zoe had a little uh interesting <laughs> conversation. It is up there, and oh God, it is funny, it is classic, you've got to watch it. If you haven't checked it out, Francis, they're in an elevator and Francis makes a comment and then Zoe's like, sorry. And it's just, <laughs> I'm not giving you an idea of what it is. I'm not telling you. You have to go check out the stream because it, it is archived. The one I wanted yeah. to archive is there. And it is freaking classic.
1: Yeah. Bill plays it pretty straight too, but I just like him. He's just a cool dude.
0: I mean, and, and he just loves Zoe. He'll do anything for that girl.
1: And you get a lot of you kind of get a lot of the initial personality from the opening cutscenes. Like when the game starts, uh, before you even get to the main menu, you get kind of an opening movie for both Left 4 Dead One and Two. And yeah, you know they have they they usually show them going through some sort of a crazy situation and stuff. So you kind of get to see the characters a little bit here. You know, hear some of their personality because. Mm-hmm. Other than the dialogue that you get during the game, that that's kind of what you get for story. Yeah. Um, I mean, the first game, I said there were four initial levels um, or initial campaigns. You had what was it? No mercy. We go to the hospital theme. Mm-hmm. You have death toll, which is kind of in the wilderness, but there's a, there's some city streets and stuff like that. Uh, kind of more like a rural. Town, dead air going through all kinds of crazy airports and crashed out streets and all kinds of stuff there, and blood harvest, which i probably one of my least favorite campaign, but it it does have a really good atmosphere to it. You're going through a lot of like nature trails and there's like a cornfield and all that kind of stuff and they did add a campaign later. I can't remember if they made that in part one or two originally, where the passing was in there. That's two. Oh, that's, yeah, that's two. The
0: sacrifice is one.
1: That's right. Okay, yeah, that's right. The sacrifice, that's right. Yeah. Yep. One of the characters in the game, uh, you know, canon-wise, as far as the story, officially, their official canon is that one of the characters does die.
0: And all I will say is, sadly, figuratively and literally.
1: Yeah, voice actor is no longer with us either.
0: Yeah. Which is it's kind of irony. It's kind of creepy irony there that it's the character that died, his voice actor is dead. Yeah. And it's like, arg. Yeah. When I saw that, it kind of gave me chills. I'm like, oh geez, okay, that's kind of irony, creepy.
1: But yeah, I mean, that's kind of the, you know, that's kind of the first game. You basically, you, it it kind of goes in this flow of, like I said, you're going through these environments, you're trying to survive, scramble for resources, sometimes you've got to get through certain block points, these crescendo events, and all the way you've got all these wonderful special infected to deal with.
0: Don't you just love them? Yeah,
1: I got your regular zombies, you've got all these specials.
0: And we'll probably just introduce them with the second one that way, because we'll get all eight of them that way.
1: Yeah. Um, So, yeah, then, like I said, it was really weird, because Valve is not known for cranking out games quickly. Between Half-Life, well, there was some weird stuff with Half-Life 2, because of source code and stuff getting stolen. But, uh, you know, Half-Life came out in 1998, and Half-Life 2, I think, was 2004. But Left 4 Dead 1, I think, came out in, like, 07, 08? 08. And then, uh, like, a year later, boom, Left 4 Dead 2 was out. And as much as I love Left 4 Dead, like, there is... And I, as much as I love the first one, Left 4 Dead 2... Is awesome. If I play Left 4 Dead, it's pretty much Left 4 Dead 2. It's the second because one. Because not only did they give you the full game in Left 4 Dead 2, but they put, retroactively with a couple of modifications here and there. They put all of the campaigns from Left for Dead into the sequel. And as part of that, you got some of the second games perks, upgrades and <laughs> enhancements and yeah, perks. So the main thing being I mentioned the um adrenaline already. But my other favorite thing melee. Melee weapons, not just guns. You have pistols oh, no. and shotguns and whatever.
0: We get the Fire
1: Axe. But, yeah. Yeah. You get melee weapons. Uh, and the Fire Axe is by is far the, bomb. the best. But they have all kinds of stuff. You got, you can, you know, you, there's swords and guitars. Frying
0: Pan. Frying, frying
1: Pan's really, really nice clang they got going on there. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Frying Pan is pretty great. Uh, sucky range, but it's yeah. fun to listen to. Um, baseball be, Bat. Yep. Baseball Bat. Um, nightstick. So, yeah, I mean, they've really varied it up. And that one actually varies up more with, like, certain types of it. Like, the Left 4 Dead 1 campaigns, they kind of have the same, you're stopped here for a while, wait for something to happen. But the second one is where they really started going, oh... <laughs> well, Let's you, mess
0: with the environment a bit. You've got to
1: get from here to there. Maybe uh, an alarm or something is going off, and you got to, like... Maybe Go
0: up a few floors or...
1: Walk across some catwalks. Maybe you got to run, run, actually run the track of a wooden roller coaster. Um
0: A carousel. They had one with a carousel. Yep,
1: carousel. A float in one per... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the parish. Yep, that was a float. But yeah, so they, they really mixed it up as far as... Oh, and that, God um, dang, that... Freaking! You come out of the sewers.
0: Oh yeah, the freaking car, car parking lot thing. Car alarm city.
1: Yeah, these adjunct cars or whatever. But for some reason, they had all of the car alarms on. You can't hardly get around them because it's. You set those off and oh, it's. Oh, bad. it's it's on. It's 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 real. The guy bad. with his
0: cola on the spri- on the roof.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep, yep. You got to carry the cola back. Yep. So they they yeah they mixed it up where that one. One of the characters had to kind of sacrifice their um, attack power, because you're carrying the cola, you can't attack, so you got to rely on your... Both games really rely on teammates. Yep. You, uh, when we start talking about the Special Infected... You'll there's, see there's why. Literally, there's literally nothing you can do if you get pounced on or whatever by certain enemies. So team play, whether it's AI or people, you have to cooperate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, new weapons... New Adrenaline. characters. The characters in 2 are oh, great. Oh, my
0: God. They are good. And if you if you play it with one person in particular, as crazy as this may seem, one character in particular, you better eat supper first. <laughs> because he's always talking about food. And that's our good oh, buddy, man. Coach.
1: Oh, man. All the good stuff, too.
0: Funnel cakes, corn dogs.
1: Cheeseburger, cheeseburger apocalypse! apocalypse. Like one man cheeseburger apocalypse. Hell that yeah. is his one of his
0: signature lines. He uses <laughs> yeah. it every time he goes through a campaign.
1: Yeah. So the characters we got, we got Coach, Big Dude, and we've got the Nick. man.
0: Oh yeah, Nick, crazy Nick. Nick? He's another biker dude.
1: Uh, Nick is actually kind of like a lone, or kind of like a weird con man. Yeah, and he's got these like he wears this kind of white. Uh, white suit, he's kind of... But he's got... I get a kick out of him because he's got this really just dry... Sense of humor. Sarcastic personality, which I can kind of identify with. <laughs> mm-hmm. I kind of like him. He's always, he's always a smart smartass. Yeah, that enjoy. he One is. One of my favorite lines of his is, you know, what was it? Coach. He's Coach. like, oh yeah, Whispering Oaks. Hey, I, we, I went there when I was a kid, Nick. Oh, good. Now we can die, die there as, as adults. adults. <laughs>
0: They never fail to use that line either. I've never seen him we've played Dark Carnival. No, that's
1: just no, that's just a scripted line.
0: And I'm like, yeah. I love that He's line. Always better so use that line. Yep. Then we got our buddy Ellis. He's like a big, oh. basically a backward backwoods basically redneck guy. And he is just so funny. He's like twenty three, I think they said.
1: Yeah, something like that.
0: And he is just the funniest guy. <laughs> Go through Dark Carnival. He has to say it or I'll get mad. Kitty-land! <laughs> oh, yeah. And,
1: I mean, like I said, there's so many things that tie in. Like, the first, like, yeah, I mean, Ellis is just... Me and my friend, when we play, we'd kind of fight over, like, okay, who gets to be Ellis this time? Or, like, I would, um, I would play Nick quite a bit. Sometimes we play coach. But, like, yeah, Ellis and Nick are just... Are
0: they are fun. always arguing back and forth. It yeah. is so funny.
1: And then you have Rochelle. And Rochelle... Couple lines here and there, but she's kind of forgettable. I yeah, mean, she's yeah. They, they, I don't know if they, they just didn't give her enough. The other characters are just so good that she doesn't really have anything really unique about her. I don't really think. I like Zoe a lot better. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, Rochelle. I can't really think of too much that from Rochelle. She's just kind of there.
0: The only line I think I remember from her was. In our stream we did the other week, she was like, god damn, witches everywhere. Or something like that. I can't remember how she worded it, but it was just funny as hell when we was in uh, Hard Rain. Oh, it was funny. I don't I don't remember how she worded it, but so many goddamn witches around. Something yeah. like that. That's the only line I can remember. Yeah,
1: yeah. I and mean, she's kind of, I think pretty much everyone who plays the game, I think, would agree. I would say probably Rochelle's the weakest character in that one, but. Yeah, the characters in that are just, and they, they have so much more, you know, you wait in the safe rooms bet- at the beginning of each level, and they usually have some kind of crazy thing, and that's why, like, they kind of... They amped
0: that up a little they bit. They bridge the
1: good. story together a little bit better, too, like in the beginning of, you know, like I said, uh, uh, you start out where Ellis apparently lives or grew up or something, because he knows the area, mm-hmm. and then, you know, so you start out in...
0: Savannah, Georgia.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember what uh what the hell is the campaign called again? Dead Center. Yeah, Dead Center is you're trying to make a way to this uh emergency kind of like your FEMA, but it's CEDA. Yeah, so you're trying to get through there. No, and then they're abandoned in a mall. So then you you rob this uh Jimmy like this Jimmy Gibbs stock car. That's how you're escaping that campaign and, and like, Ellis and is Ellis obsessed. is obsessed with this guy. It's hilarious. And uh Nick is always getting him shit, he's like, I don't think I like your tone, buddy. <laughs> you know, so they they do that and then they go through Dark Carnival, which is they going through this kind of uh, amusement park, which is amazing. Uh, he's a he's a redneck, but he's a guy after my own heart because he got He got to like into some rock music, you know? Yeah. Little Midnight Riders. Midnight Riders. There you go. And yes, you get to play. The finale at a basically uh, choreographed kind of light show finale uh, on stage at a fairground.
0: You can't go wrong with that campaign. So that's that, our favorite.
1: That's that's really damn fun. That's the one where you're uh, running down a wooden roller coaster. Um, the
0: carousel.
1: You're not right, boy.
0: <laughs> coach.
1: <laughs> yeah. And there's so many. That's, that's a coach campaign there because he's got so many freaking...
0: Well, we did uh, Coach in um, Dead Center because of the mall.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but Coach has got so many good lines in the fair because there's always uh, a concession uh, stand. stuff mm-hmm. too. And then there was the one I, re- I really got to play more. Um, Swamp? Yeah, Swamp Fever was Swamp probably my least favorite of that one. That's, you know, your typical bayou. You got these kind of weird, um, like, mud... People, <coughs> creature things. You get that. And you, you kind of escape on a boat from this plantation. Virtual! Uh, then you go Hard Rain. Hard rain. <laughs> that, so now that's a really cool one. Because yes. This is where they vary up the campaigns in two. Because most of them you're going from point to point. Yeah. Hard Rain, you're going... Uh, basically across town, this little town, you're trying to go to a gas station, and then you go it in reverse. So you're basically going through two levels twice. Problem is, on your way back, uh, there's basically a mini hurricane. It's, I mean, there's shit flying around everywhere. I mean, there's, you can't, there's no visibility. Like, it'll kick up, it'll calm down. But, like, when it goes up, you can't hardly hear or see a thing.
0: And even um, the characters will say that. I can't say a damn thing.
1: Yeah. It's just a really cool thing. And you're walking through like, yeah, you know, it's a cloudy, overcast day on the way. Um, you're going through the sugar mill to the mm-hmm. gas station. Uh, but then you come back and, like I said, the streets are underwater. There's flooding. There's just it, – it's just – crap everywhere
0: <coughs> it's craptastic
1: uh and it's and that one is it's just especially when it gets night and when the water and every the rain and stuff just which which Witch city we'll talk about witches in a minute but yeah so you get that one so then, you go back to the boat yeah and the parish oof. oh the parish is fun but that's got that damn car alarm area in the bridge finale the bridge finale oh. that oh my lord that yeah, the bridge finale you're trying to cross is broken bridge. There's traffic. One of your uh, favorite <coughs> enemies loves to punt cars at you. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. So, five initial campaigns, and then like I said, they did the passing later, where they kind of met up with the, the with new the characters, originals. but uh, met up with the old characters. And the cool thing is, one of the things I really do got to check out again. I did a little bit back in the day, but. I got to look at the Steam Workshop because both games do support the Steam Workshop, meaning that you can make custom content for the game, meaning I got to look at some highly rated and interesting sounding campaigns because people have made tons and tons of campaigns that you can play through. So I don't know if they're going to be you know, near as polished as the Valve ones, but there could be some hidden gems in there. So because I, I mean, I've literally played I can't count how many dozens of times. I've played both campaigns in Left 4 Dead 1 and 2. I mean, it's got to be in the dozens. Yeah. Um, I mean, when I was playing it in my prime there, I was getting through... I can get through each campaign, you know, playing on medium uh, by myself in about a half hour. So, I mean, I got... I'm kind of learning them again now that we've been playing more in the last couple months again. But, <laughs> if somebody
0: keeps... I want to hear Left 4 Dead. I want to hear Left 4 Dead. I wonder who that would be. <laughs> <laughs> And he loves every minute of it, and he knows mm-hmm.
1: it. Fair enough, but yeah, um, the games are just so damn fun. I mean, they're
0: like so they're... addictive, so addictive.
1: And I, like I said, I, I do have to look. I'm gonna have to look and see, just to see if there's like, look at some of the highly rated, Steam
0: especially Mark with Shop our new campaign, little friend that we have. Pain, huh? Our awesome audio plugin that I. Oh can... yeah,
1: yeah. So we've gone this far. We've talked about the characters and the campaigns and just the overall thing, but the main problem is the the infected.
0: specials. Oh yes!
1: And I mean, there's been a lot of other games since Left for Dead um, that have kind of <coughs> taken on a similar type of thing. You've got, you know, World War Z. You've got Earthfall. You've got, I mean, I've I i do not know. There's been a good half a dozen different types of ones, and uh, Vermintide. Vermintide. Uh, Warhammer, Vermintide. That's a good
0: one, too. Yeah. I want to hear that one live yet. That's, that oh, one.
1: that would be kind of fun. Good play is the dwarf.
0: The dwarf is Dory.
1: Sorry. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that's 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 a good wholesome time there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot of games have kind of capitalized. On, and I would say Vermintide is the closest. That's the one that I've gotten hooked on the most mm-hmm. since Left 4 Dead. But, I mean, it's influenced a lot of... I mean, down to... The reason I mention that is down to the different types of special enemies that are in a game. It's like, oh, okay, that's what this is going to be. And it's basically right out of Left 4 Dead. Yep. So you can talk about some of those.
0: Well, I'm going to let you name them, and then I'll describe what they do, since you...
1: Well, we got your favorite, the Boomer.
0: (laughs) That is this (laughs) big, fat guy that will basically... Throw up on you it your screen turns completely greenish. Looks like somebody puked all over your computer screen. And you can't see a damn thing, but, but, not only that, you get hoarded. Because we all know that nothing attracts zombies like boomer puke.
1: Oh, which, by the way, you can actually get as a... As a as a chuckable, chuckable in the weapon. second one. Yeah, as a yeah, throwable weapon. You throw it on another thing and it'll hoard. So you can throw it on a tank, let's say. Yeah. <laughs> and then the zombies hopefully will attack the tank. But, yeah, speaking of your friend, the tank.
0: This dude is this huge brute guy. And literally, I'm saying brute because he will just... He'll punt cars at you if you can He'll knock you to the ground and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I mean, he just... He will plow you down. Yeah, he's, he'll he's, pound
1: you. He'll throw, like... If there's nothing around, he'll just rip up the ground and chuck slabs at you.
0: Yeah, he's hes nasty. Yep. You got
1: the hunter.
0: And this is this... He... It's... Well, he's kind of a short little thing, but he, he basically will... He's down on all fours and he'll just leap on you, knock you down, and just start pounding you into the ground until somebody gets him off. Because you can that's one of the ones that we said, you cannot fight back when he's on you. You cannot fight him back.
1: Yeah, you're he will, literally disabled. You're yeah. just watching yourself and it's up to someone else. they got to save you.
0: Yeah, and he just pounds you.
1: Yep. Yeah, same with his buddy, the smoker.
0: This is a real tall, thin guy that will... Stick his long tongue out at you. <laughs> he'll shoot that thing out at you, grab you with his tongue, and hold on to you. And you're at the whim of him until somebody can get you. either shoot his tongue, but shoot him, get him off of you somehow. Because you can't fight him off.
1: Mm-hmm. And then you got the crazy jockey, which got introduced in Left 4 Dead 2.
0: Yeah, that's... Basically, it's another one that will leap onto your shoulders, and he'll try to steer you off the path into another special or... Mm.
1: Off a pit. Into something,
0: (laughs) just anything that he can steer you away from the group. And again, you can fight them somewhat to try to steer yourself back, but you can't really do anything while they're on your shoulders at all.
1: And then you've, so yeah, those are the ones that mainly that are, you're pretty much at the whim of the enemy there. Mm -hmm. But then you still got a couple more. you still got a couple of those crazy... Women creatures that'll come hey. after you. <laughs>
0: hey, hey, hey,
1: hey, hey! No, I just had to give you a hard time. No, but now you've got the witch that we talked about,
0: and she is. And the first one, she just sat there, did, blocked your path at the worst opportune times. Just sits there. Ooh, she's crying. She's and you think it's this innocent little girl that's crying. That's just, that's what her basically her trademark is. You think, mm-hmm. it's, oh, this innocent you little help thing. Somebody, yeah. You know, so if you disturb her, if you shoot her, if you bother her, she'll go ape shit instantly down. She will just knock you down and just beat you till you're yep. dead. There's nothing you can do. Until somebody gets her. They have to kill her quick. Yeah. Otherwise, if they don't kill her quick, you're dead. Yeah. And that's- she will knock you down, just instantly down.
1: Yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring her up in that group. Because, oh, God, that's dangerous. Yeah. And then you have the spitter.
0: Yeah, that one... Okay, unlike the boomer, the boomer will puke on you. The spitter horse up this big old pool of acid on the ground, and if you step in it, you're fucked. (laughs) It will drain your health real quick. Oh, yeah. So you want to back away. When that spit lands on the ground, you better jump backwards if you can get back. Yeah. Because they don't spit on you, they spit on the ground in front of you.
1: Yeah, and it, they can be pretty darn big pools, too. They uh, I, I, The other day... Oh, man. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know. I forget which campaign I was in, but it was just like... The whole room was like, dude, what what the heck? You, you've never gotten that bad before. Did
0: you do harp your whole gut up there, lady? <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, I it mean, was bad. I mean, I'd stuff, never heard it that loud.
1: I mean, that stuff, like I said, I would almost... I'd rather get boomer than deal with that, because like, you if you get touched, your health just... <laughs> And sometimes,
0: what she'll do, if you shoot her, okay, let's say she stands in the middle of it, she will stand in the middle of it. You shoot her, mm-hmm. and even though it goes away, there's still some in the middle, and you'll still get it.
1: Yeah, well, any, yeah. Anytime you kill her, she will kind of fall, but then she will <coughs> always have her pool of whatever that'll be there for a few seconds. And the last, I think it's the last one, Charger.
0: This is a smaller tank, and he, again, he will charge into you. Sounds like a freaking raging bull when he goes off. And he'll basically charge you, knock you down, and he will literally slam you into the ground as hard as he can slam you into the ground. And, again, you've got to have your teammate to get him off.
1: Yep. Think of a charging bull, basically. Just ram into you, knock you into a wall, bash you down, or knock you completely out of a window.
0: Yeah, yeah. That happened to him once.
1: That's pretty nuts. Um... But yeah, so those are basically the special infected that crop up all the time. And and it's not just one. Usually there'll be two or three at a time that you got to mm-hmm. keep and prioritize and stuff. And basically the charger, the jockey, the spitter.
0: Those were the three that were added in the were second
1: the one. Those the new ones for two. And like I said, that's kind of the game. I mean, that's kind of the mechanics. I mean, you got the... Levels, then you got the crazy the uncommon characters.
0: common, which each campaign has. Those in the second one.
1: Yeah, that was a new thing. So they have, yeah, the uncommon common each campaign in Left 4 Dead 2. They have some little. They're, they're regular zombies essentially, but they have a little <coughs> tweak to them. Little so, a-
0: attributes to them.
1: Yeah, like there's one where like you know they'll have like the construction equipment, so uh, they'll have like earplugs, so they, they they don't they don't fall suscept they're not susceptible to like your pipe, pipe bomb, bomb beeping or noises. You know, you get some that you have to hit from behind because they're they're armored. Um,
0: Clowns, you got to shoot them, or they're all tracked.
1: Yeah, Clowns got their the squeaky, horde, shoes. squeaky shoes. Yep. So
0: hazmat you know, suits.
1: Yep. Uh, hazmat suit. They're immune to fire. Then
0: you got your swamps.
1: Yep. So yeah, I mean, it, it makes me really sad because it's been like ten years now. Going since, on eleven, November seventeenth, and, yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. <clears> but I mean, but yeah, but I mean, since Left 4 Dead two, yeah. Man, like, Valve really—you—they really got to go back to kindergarten and learn how to count to three. Yeah, come on. Really, really, with the with the jump that they made from one to two. God, I would love to see a three. Now, Turtle Rock is making—I don't know—probably won't be out. My guess would be at least twenty twenty one, but they did announce they're working on another title. I think it's called Back for Blood and it's kind of in, they want to get in the spirit of that Left for Dead sort of thing and since they're the ones that originally started this I have hopes I have I I'm, do ca- too I'm consciously optimistic but I kind of have high hopes because like I said Vermintide was another really nice surprise but I love this sort of you know team based uh, versus the AI kind of a thing uh, this game is just so damn fun
0: Yeah, it's, and and even, and it's funny, even though I can't play it, I still have my stories, I still have my, you know, memories of it, and it's just, it's funny, because people are like, well, you can't play it, why do you enjoy it so much? Because the characters, the characters make the game so cool, and not only that, but I can, I can yell out, like, we'll be sitting there, we were sitting there, and on, he was doing a campaign, and I said, he goes, you hear that? And I go, that tank? no the witch yeah i hear her too but i hear a tank too he didn't even see the tank i heard it before he did
1: yeah i was hiding around the corner yeah and that's the other thing that you know if you are low vision and you're worried that you can't play it they they unintentionally it's it's not like they design it for low vision users but there are a lot of really nice things that (laughs) are in both of these games. They started from the original, and they kept it up in the sequel. They There are some things that really, really help with accessibility. We mentioned the silhouettes around your teammates. With
0: their name above their head.
1: Yep. So you get, you know, they're blue when they're fine. They're yellow if they're kind of in danger, and they're red if they're getting, like, pounced by a hunter or something. All of your weapons and your... Consumables, your chuckable things. They they all have little highlights so you can kind of see them in the environment, which is extremely helpful. So you've got the visual stuff. Then you have hugely a lot of audio cues that are really nice. You'll have characters calling things out in the environment. You know, I hear a witch. In or, detail. You know, something like that, yeah.
0: They're pretty detailed. Okay, climb over this this or go down this escalator or
1: mm-hmm. Yep.
0: Through the bumper cars. I mean they, they describe that to you.
1: Yep. They're alerting you to some ammo drops or uh, item drops or something like and that. Sometimes
0: very loudly you're like, Shh, there's a witch. Ammo here I'm like Yeah. Dude. They just mm-hmm. told you to be quiet and you're yelling.
1: Yeah. Don't yell. But what I like the most what I like the most is the special infected cues because you have unique sound effects. Mm-hmm
0: from just from the infected and musical cues
1: and right so you have both a musical cue and the sound effect from the creature itself which is
0: neat it's it's really cool
1: which is great because it's like oh i hear the i hear something where i'm not going to be able to get off so like oh i hear the little hunter thing okay if i'm using the melee i'm likely not going to be able to getting close to that guy quick enough before he pounces me so I'll hurry up and get my gun back out again you know wherever it's mm-hmm. if it's a different type of thing I'm like okay I can slice this guy or whatever but yeah it's just it's super helpful kind of cues you in mm-hmm. and then of course you get your you know most of the you get the music while, they, while they're while they appearing but then when the big boy comes out you get the tank then they just get this ominous music as long as he's alive and it's just chaos everywhere yeah. so Yeah, a lot of really nice accessibility stuff.
0: Yeah. Very, very awesome. Mm
1: -hmm. So, I mean, like I said, I've played this game since it originally came out. I pre-ordered the thing. My friend pre-ordered the thing. We had been playing this, like, I would say for a good... Probably until about 2012 or uh, maybe even a little longer. But probably 12, 13... I think 12, 13, we actually kind of ended up transitioning a little bit to Minecraft. But for a good several years there, I mean, we played this. There was a time where we, like, even during the week, I'd come home from work, and he'd come home from work or school or whatever. You know, we're living in different states, but we'd fire up Skype or we'd fire up whatever. And, uh, yeah, we we would play a campaign or two. I mean, we would just play these things all the time. A little bit of survival, but most of the time it was just, hey, let's go through a campaign. Um, and there's just so many fun stories. I mean, like I said, there's no story in the game, really, per se, but... It's the, the
0: sh- stories that you make. It's the, the shit memories that, that you
1: make. The mean, that happens. I mean, one of my favorite survival ones is we're playing... We're camping out on this roof because we're thinking, okay, well, the tank isn't going to get up here. We can lob shit down at him. We can shoot him. Well, he surprises the hell out of us, comes up in a different area that we didn't know he could get up, punts him clearly. We're basically on this island or on the shore... Hunts him clear out into the water. Like I mean, it's out of outside of the level. Like I can't even get to him if I wanted to because it's technically out of bounds through the level. It just I mean, he. I don't know how many, how far he flew, but it was ridiculous. There was another one we were playing Death Toll, I believe it was. There was that part where you're basically you you drop that bridge. And you got to run like through the rooftops and stuff. Like oh yeah, yeah. You use that forklift, and you're we're running. Chris goes down. I'm running. He's he's watching. He's spectating, hoping I can make it to the safe room. I've got hordes and hordes of of enemies after me. And you're walking down this alley. You got to go up the stairs, up in the upstairs of this building. Walk across this little boards thing. Drop down on the other side of a of a uh, mesh fence, a wire fence. And I'm, I'm not even looking back. Like I'm not shooting anything hardly. I'm just like, run, 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 run. And somehow, I mean, it was just a clutches thing. I'm not, I actually made it. He's like, holy shit. If you could see how many guys were behind you, it was insane. That was a good memorable one or the or the time I was the, I was doing my first video for Left 4 Dead too, <laughs> early on the channel. Like, and I did, this I, is proof. This did, is on video. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I did a, um, I did a couple Minecraft videos, and then my, f- no, I did a I did a Wolfenstein one, but then after that, uh, it was uh, Left 4 Dead, and I went through each of the campaigns for one and two. Started the first thing in Dead Center, a few minutes into the level, Charger comes out. You're basically going, working your way down this burning building, this hotel, and all of a sudden all you hear is just this, and then boom, out the Charger window. comes out, fly, again, completely out of bounds, just there's no stopping. I landed on a rooftop, out of bounds, in the random cityscape, and it was just, oh, instant game over. I'm like, nice.
0: And he was like, oh, oh, God!
1: I didn't even know that could happen. <laughs> I, and he was like... I flew so far. He was
0: actually silenced for a second, like, wow, I never... He's like, I never died that quick in a game. He's like, wow, I was not expecting that. And he's like, well, see, like I told you, a charger comes and boom, right out the window.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I mean, there's parts later on, like, you know, in areas where, like, um... No mercy, they put you on this construction thing on top of this uh, hospital, so there's like open, these open rafters and stuff, and especially now that you've got Left 4 Dead 2 uh, enemies in, in those campaigns now, uh-huh. and you're watching the charger going, okay, I hear a Charger's coming, I'm going to angle myself so that the only way he can punt me is into a wall, so I won't instantly die. <laughs> and they
0: purposely sit this campaign where you have to walk along the freaking edge.
1: Oh yeah yep yeah, there's times you gotta walk on uh the window ledges. there's times you gotta walk close to like just construction areas and different things yep yeah, they make you do it so I mean like I so said there's so many like just all the random stuff um random stuff happening of encounters and narrow escapes and mm-hmm it's just fun i mean.
0: Yeah, and and mine, of course, I'll save the best one for last, even though you guys have already heard it. But though there might be some new subscribers that haven't heard the story. But there was one where I was at my family's house, and we have a big brute for a golden retriever, female, named Pandora. And Pandy and I were pretty close, and I have a lot of gaming memories with that dog. That dog was a gamer, too, even though she couldn't play games. She loved video game music that dog was something else well I was listening to him play left for dead and I go bending down into the cover to get a snack out she comes charging through like the tank and just bam Knocked me sideways onto the ground I'm laying on my side trying to catch my breath because she did she just comes flying in the house because she had gone outside comes tearing in the tank music was on I'm laying on my side like oh you know because she did and she did it on purpose I swear she did it on purpose because she she knew I was standing there and she just slams me over sideways I hit the floor what does she do comes up starts licking me in the face I'm like really Pandora knock me down and then lick me in the face yeah okay you know and I'm like I look up at my brother and he's laughing he goes well there's your tank I'm like, yeah. Your dog. (laughs) You know, and and the other brother, he's sitting there, he's laughing because she just, she did, she just goosed me over, just plowed into me like a freaking tank. And then I'm just laying there. I couldn't move because it was like, startled me. I just, you know, because it just, it did. I kind of knocked the wind out of me a little bit. I mean, she didn't mean to, mean to, but it was just like, damn, dog. But there was one where, I have two kind of similar to this. My favorite one, though, I was up here, and he was playing it, and we had our audio plug-in on. And I had it over my ear. Well, all of a sudden, I hear a witch. And it was like she was right in my damn ear. And seriously, I was so engrossed, I swung to my left. Get away! <laughs> he didn't see it, because he was, he was too busy paying attention. And I, and I actually go, go away! What? Oh, Nothing. It was me being stupid again, you know, because <laughs> it was like, I seriously, I mean, it was like she was right there, and the other version of it was I was in the camper, and I was listening to somebody doing it with no commentary, and I literally, again, they used some type of, I don't know what they use, but it was like almost like a plug-in of some type, and again, it was like she was right in my ear, and I went and swung over, but in this circumstance, I punched the wall and, and basically cracked my knuckles. <laughs> it hurt, too. It was... It, it
1: it freaking hurt. I get a similar story for that for another episode. Another certain game.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, where you punched a wall? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it hurt. I'm like, ow, damn, that hurt. But the best... I think... And I think Jesse would agree that my best Left 4 Dead story is the one where... I was upstairs. I had finished eating food, and I was I was coming downstairs because I had to go to the bathroom, of course, and you know wash my hands and everything because we had I think it was pizza that night or something. So I had to go in and wash my hands because, of course, my mom she's in the kitchen dyeing her hair, so I couldn't use the kitchen sink. So I had to go to the bathroom to wash my hands. So I put the, the plate in the you know trash can because it's paper plate. And I go, I walk back upstairs and I get a the popcans and stuff. I was gonna throw everything away. Well, I come back down the stairs and I've got to go. Bad. <laughs> okay. I had to go. And I'm like, okay. And mind you, this was the first time I'd ever heard Left For Dead. First time. I go around the corner and I'm walking in the kitchen, you know, and I'm just peachy keen, I'm fine. Yeah, you know, we're we're happy. We're go- we're we're doing good. Well digum it, I go around the ba- the kids the cupboards there, make a right, getting ready to head toward the bathroom. Well as I get ready to turn, I hear the tank music kick in. Okay? I'm like, Oh hell. Here comes the tank. Well as I turn the corner and get ready to step off, my brother screams, Here he comes! I flew off that step like a maniac, slammed headfirst into the bathroom door. I mean, literally just headbutted the bathroom door so hard. Slammed that bitch open, ran in, slammed it. And I'm sitting there, where, huh, what? You know, because I didn't realize I thought he was fucking with me. You know, because, and I'm sitting there like, who, Huh? what? I was freaking the hell out because I was, like I said, I was immersed i wasn 't paying any attention to the real world, and i 'm sitting on the floor, leaned up against the bathtub, and I had my cheek up against the bathtub because I literally it scared me so bad I was sweating I mean I was like I broke out of sweat and i 'm shivering i 'm shaking and i 'm like crap, crap you know and i'm <laughs> i mean I literally had a panic attack because he scared me that bad, I mean he just started screaming, and i didn 't know who he was talking to all of a sudden I hear sis and he, he he opens the door and he's like y'all right and I'm like uh-uh I was like, what are you doing he goes what the hell are you listening to you screaming you know I didn't want to tell him what I was playing because I thought he'd make fun of me and he goes what are you playing and I'm like I'm not playing anything um I can't play that that's what I was thinking but I didn't say anything He's like, you okay? I'm like, besides getting the wind knocked out of me, I think so. You know, and he's like, okay. Well, a couple weeks later, he goes, seriously, sis? What the hell were you playing or listening to a couple weeks ago when you hit the door like that? I said, you really want to know? He goes, yeah. What did you play? What the hell did you do? I said, uh, I was listening to Jesse play Left for Dead, and the freaking tank was after him. And you yelled, here he comes. And I ran into the door because I thought the damn thing was behind me for some fucked up reason. <laughs> he just laughed so hard he's like oh that's hilarious and so i had to tell all my followers on twitter that story and i had to tell everybody on a4g because everybody seems to like that crazy story but those are basically my stories that i could think of i don't think did i tell you any other ones oh <sighs>
1: Those are the major ones that I can think of off the top of my head. I'm trying to think if I remember any more myself. Like I said, it's, (coughs) you know, being the one playing the game, it's just, there's just so many things of like, oh, the time. Oh, there was a one stream that I had where I think that one, I don't know if that one archived or not. I was, we're walking down the beginning of, um, Hard rain walking down the street. Do do do. Okay, we're good. Damn tank shows up. Speaking of tank. Uh-huh. We're all clustered up. We're like, okay, let's take this guy down. Oh, uh, no, he had a different plan. He goes and says, well, you know, there's this car right down here. Well, just throw it. Let's just uh, punt it at all of you and took every single freaking one of us down in one, <coughs> one, one smash. Just <push> car punted instant death like everybody was dead i'm like what
0: i remember that one
1: yeah that's the crazy stuff that happens in that game
0: yeah and and not only that but it could also oh my god he was doing one i remember he streamed one time and i'm thinking that was the one that he tried to do with chris because because it was funny i requested him to do a co-op with chris and so they they were trying to do a co-op which unfortunately mixer didn't archive it but I remember it made my back hurt me because Francis got taken down, which he was playing Francis at the time. And this charger was just poosh, boosh, poosh, just slamming him into the ground. I'm like, oh, that hurts. Quit it. Quit it. I mean, it was making me hurt to hear them hit the ground. I'm like, God dang, that makes me hurt. And, and it was funny because I'm sitting there, ow, ow. Mm. ow and my family's like what are you owling for i'm like that hurts <laughs> and they're like and that's when i get the question my mother looks at me and goes why do you gamers always say ow when it ain't even you i'm like because it freaking hurts i said would you want to get slammed to the ground and just body slammed repeatedly into the ground and she looks at me why are you asking me that i said answer me i said would you want to repeatedly get body slammed into the ground on your back I said, "Would you like that?" Well, no. I'm like, "Well, neither do I." <laughs> and I said, "And neither did my character." You know, I said, "We're playing these characters and we're watching him get body slammed into the ground or punted out a window or" And I said, "It's not fun." I said, "It hurts." <laughs> I mean, come on. You see somebody injured, whether they're real or not, you're going to just sit there and go, "Okay. That's just normal." no you're gonna say ow that hurts <laughs> i mean and it was funny because like i said it was left for dead that actually inspired me to, to tell her okay look an injury ain't funny i don't care if it's an injury in a video game or real life you see somebody hurt you're gonna say ow or if you get injured you're gonna say ow so why wouldn't we say ow when we see our character get slammed into the ground or choked to death come on mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean duh Well, the other the other thing is, they were sitting there and they wanted to know my family, my mom. Because she was doing all these things with, Um, we were talking about the, the specials and everything. And she didn't know who in the heck I was talking about. So, I had to pull up. I was trying, I'm like, well, how in the world am I going to show her what these ugly things look like? Because in the game, they come around so quickly, you can't always catch them. And you got to shoot them really quickly. So... We're going to give out a plug to somebody again. His name is Zach. If you want to know what these ugly special infecteds look like. If you honestly want to know. I kind of did, but I didn't. Because I was curious. Because, of course, my family wanted to see what they look like. Because they're weird. But I I had to look up. I had to do Left 4 Dead research, pretty much. And I kind of know a little bit on, of the lore of the game. And this man named Zach He does a channel called Wow Such Gaming, and he describes in detail the survivors' pasts, but he also describes what these ugly special infecteds look like. He also tells you, describes what the infection in the game actually is. And so he basically does a lot of Left 4 Dead lore, which is kind of neat.
1: Yeah, and I'm actually glad that you brought that up, because I was actually just trying to think of a way to transition to that, because I did actually want to plug uh, that channel, just because, like I said, he does such a good job. You you were the one that pointed that one out to Mm -hmm. me, and then I kind of binged it one afternoon, because he does a great job of talking about the background, the lore of the game, but he goes into each one of the survivors for each one of the games, Mm -hmm. each one of the special infected, their characteristics... And, you know, even in addition to Left for Dead, like, there's more that I want to watch of just, like, why you would never survive this type of yeah. apocalypse. Or, like, you know, the... The, the Doom-Hell invasion. Or, yeah, the Hell invasion from Doom. Or just really interesting kind of, like, you know, taking a look at serious, like, serious... Uh, treating these things, like, as if they were serious. As yeah, well. it is so neat. And it's, like... Oh yeah, okay well You yeah. don't
0: have a Doom Guy, so you're not gonna do it, okay? So just no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean it's just it's so funny.
1: Which speaking of uh little sidetrack, but if you a really good book um that I love. I didn't like the actual uh story sequel to it, but um oh what's his it uh something bro it's Mel Brooks's son, believe it or not. Um but I can't remember his name there's a book called the zombie survival guide that was written and it's it's great because it's written it's it's actually written like if you were, you know, like a prepper's handbook or something like it's totally played for, you know, non-fiction but it's like uh this is what how you survive a zombie sur- apocalypse like you know where are good places to hide or what where are good places to live what kind of weapons or what are some misconceptions? You know, most people think, oh, let's <coughs> get the biggest weapon and go have fun and shoot and whatever. I mean, it's it's really entertaining because it plays itself totally seriously.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's... I love that book. I should read that again.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I should read that again. It, it's it's really good. The, the Zombie Survival Guide, it's on Bookshare. It's on Audible. You can grab it. It's, it's pretty great.
0: And speaking of Zach. One of the videos I really recommend you do and I will share it on Twitter for those followers that want to see it is I had a real hard rain event at my apartment. Oh yeah. And it was I mean you heard it and you seriously thought you were in hard rain. I mean it was it was it was scary because it could he could have seriously been killed because a tree landed on his roof and he shows it. I mean it was just like Thank God he survived. You know, oh, yeah. I his mean. His
1: house was messed up. I saw you forwarded that to me too. I'm like, oh God.
0: Yeah. And he was sleeping and he just woke up. And he'd just gotten out of his room when it when it hit.
1: Mm-hmm. You could even hear him. He's just kind of like shaking up like, boy, I'm glad I woke up when I did.
0: Yeah. And he, he actually took a break from YouTube because of it. Because it scared the hell out of him. And I don't blame him. I mm-hmm. don't blame him. You got to, You can't overwork yourself. You can't. Especially if you have a traumatic experience like that. I mean, hmm. you can't. I mean, that incident with me, and I mean, if I, I'll, I'll be honest. It's a wonder I didn't knock myself unconscious when I hit that door. I, I don't know how I managed to do it. If, if we would have been using that plug-in at that time, if he'd have been using that plug-in, for example, I probably it probably would have winded me because that thing, if I'm not mistaken, I do believe he was behind them. I think he did come in behind them. And I seriously leaped off that step and slammed face first into that bathroom door. And I'm telling you, it hurt so bad. So wonder I did not break my nose I mean I could have seriously been hurt but yet you know all I could do once I calmed down I was laughing I'm like and, and I mean that was not really that funny I could have seriously been hurt because Dakota does not pay attention to what he's doing and he doesn't pay you know when he's when he's engrossed in a video game he don't realize what he's when he yells and screams that somebody else could be listening to something else completely and freak him out and I seriously could have easily gone to the hospital that night and even if I would have I'd still kept playing left for dead it's not left for dead's fault you know it's not I'm not gonna blame the game for it you know where like we always talk about people blaming things I wouldn't blame left for dead for it I'd blame my brother but not left for dead (laughs) Dakota you should have shut up (laughs) but I mean I look back on it and I laugh but man it wasn't funny I mean it I mean even that night, I was laughing. But if you think about it lo- logically, if you think with a sane mind, that was not a bit funny. That was dangerous. But I still think it's funny. I still laugh about it. Why? Because I'm not right. <laughs> I'm not right, man. I'm not. As coach, if coach was standing here right now and heard this, he'd go, You're not right, girl. <laughs> and I'm not. When it comes to that, I am not right. So, before we close, we're going to give you a little treat from Left for Dead 2. And, usually, in a couple of campaigns, one of them's the parish, and I'm not sure, is it Swamp Fever?
1: Yeah, Swamp Fever, yeah. there. Yeah, Swamp Fever, there's a place that's right by where that little um, barge thingy is. There's a building.
0: Well, they have these jukeboxes. And... In there, you can play the Midnight Riders and you can play the song that we're about to play for you, which I'll tell you in a moment. And in this particular song, you can play it. We're going to play the full song for you so you'll get to hear it. Hopefully it will work. But this song is by a man named Jonathan Colton and it's called Your Brains. <laughs> and when you play this song at the, bar- at the chorus, which I'll, which I'll, you know, when it comes on, you'll know. The horde will come in right as the chorus
1: hits. That was so good.
0: It is amazing. Maybe, maybe if I could twist his arm and he does another stream of it, we can maybe get him to play that and do a, a version of it where he actually fights them off. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. He was going
0: to, but he never did. On well, the
1: yeah, and like I said, I haven't played uh, Swamp Fever in a long time, so that would be a good thing. We could play a Swamp Fever, maybe.
0: Yeah, and oh my gosh, it is so funny because. Like I said, this song is catchy as hell. And I'm not going to do it because I'm not going to torture you, but I can actually <laughs> yeah. sing it.
1: And you know what? I can. I, I have done this. She's heard it. I can play it on drums. It's really fun.
0: And he's heard me sing it. <laughs> he's actually heard me sing it. And, and like I said, I'm not going to torture you guys. <laughs> I'm just going
1: to let... The funny part is like the chorus too. You'll know when you hear it... The- the part that I laugh that I always chuckle about because especially this being a blindness low vision podcast, uh, there's a line in there about your eyes and we'll just let you hear it. But yeah. that makes me laugh.
0: It's it's pretty funny. It is it's it's a great song. And I will plug another song in here. It's not in Left For Dead, but Jonathan also has one called Code Monkey. Hell yeah. That is really good. <laughs> Jonathan is one awesome singer. We love Jonathan. And but also you can't. I don't. I have not found them anywhere else, but if you go on YouTube or YouTube Music and you look up the Midnight Riders, you'll find them. They are so good. Their music is awesome. But yeah, we're going to let you hear Jonathan singing Your Brains.
1: Re your Brains. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it.
0: Hey, Google. Play. Your Brains by Jonathan Colton? Sure, Rear Brains by Jonathan Colton. Here it is on Google Play Music.
2: Hey, you come, it's Bob from the office down the hall. Good to see you, buddy. How have you been?
0: Hey Google, stop. So there you go. There is our debut Flashback Friday for Left for Dead 1 and 2. Hopefully you enjoyed it, and we will be back again later today for our double feature with another wonderful game highlight that we both really enjoy and That one, I've actually played. So this one, I just basically have my memories from listening. But this next one, I've actually played it. So like I said, we're going to be doing a lot of different types of highlights. Some I've played. Some I just have memories of, which it's still fun no matter what. So we will see you guys in the next one. Later.